It's Lisa Hawkins, and this is Christian Warrior Woman. I want to say today, it's like the beginning of the week. It's Sunday. It's Memorial Weekend. And I read something this morning about Ephesians 2 that that I want to share with you as a quick note. It's a, it's a great thought that I feel like the Holy Spirit wants me to share with you on how to start your week, start your month, or just how to start your day anew. And it's that understanding our position. I think when we look at the world today, we can feel a position of depression, stress, um, fear, but that's not where we're seated. In Ephesians 2, Paul talks about that we're seated with Jesus in the heavenlies. And when we say the heavenlies, that means we're higher. We're, our thoughts are higher, our thoughts are wiser, and we can't allow ourselves to sink into the earthly concerns as if this is our end-all, be-all, this is it, because it is not. And when we take a different perspective of how we view ourselves, meaning that if we view ourselves with Jesus in the heavenly realm and we recognize that he lives within us, the position of us being united in the same direction for the same goals and reunited with Christ, then our view about our life isn't that if we don't make it here, if we don't check all the boxes, if we don't compete with the Joneses and our neighbors, then we failed. Can you see where the enemy can use the earthly worries and concerns to bring us down, to weigh us down, to make us feel that we are a failure? We want to fail. When I say fail, fail from do you want to win in the heavenlies or win in the earthlies. I can take being average here on earth if I have a forever in winning and being united with Christ. Hopefully you understand what I mean. I'm not talking about you got to be poor and destitute to get to heaven, but what I'm saying is we don't have to worry about having the fanciest car, the biggest house, um, bragging about the sexiest husband or you know, stressing our children to check a number of boxes so we can impress people. But what we should hope to do is to raise our children under the fear of God, knowing about having a, what it means to have a relationship with Christ. Them knowing that the most important thing is having your faith. So when struggles and strife come, that you have a savior, you have a defender, when mom and dad are gone, you have someone to cry out to. And I think it's important that we reevaluate how we see ourselves, our position, um, not to look at heaven as something that, oh, that's just out there in the distance. But no, I am a part of what's in the heaven, which also helps us on how we act, how we behave, and how we treat others. Because if we really walk and talk and breathe with recognizing that we have that resurrection power of Jesus within us, then when we hit life struggles and, and issues, 
We know that we have a solution. We know that we will win. We know that we're not defeated. We know that we are victorious. So there's a significant difference between those two views. Would you agree? And it has a huge impact on how we talk, how we walk, how we dream. Do you limit your dreams to what you physically think you can do? Because if you do, you're missing out. I try my best and I won't say that I'm perfect at this because I have mentioned to you in the past that I have struggled with depression. But I do live believing that my abilities or what I can do is limitless. Because if Christ is within me, then I don't have to fear about going after different things because I have access to discernment. I have access to knowing that I can accomplish above what I can imagine, think, or trust in. And I want you to think that way. You may feel you're a single mom, finances aren't great, you've been heartbroken, but the powerful principle is through all of that, Christ saw you through it. Through all of that, he abides in you. And so we need to live by knowing who we are. What true, what's our true citizenship? What's the power of our citizenship in the heavenlies? Are we caught up in worrying about the politics that are going on here and who's in office, who's in this? Is that really the end all of our life? No, because no matter who is in power, we have the ultimate power abiding within us. When we live and see ourselves as failures and sinners, and we know how to play that role, don't we? We know how to feel sorry for ourselves. We know how to be depressed and stressed. We know how to worry about money. But do we know how to live knowing that whatever my circumstances are, God will see me through? Whatever I'm going through, Jesus has a way out for me. We don't live with that kind of confidence. So the next time you think about being stressed and depressed, I want you to take on your heavenly perspective. I want you to take on the power perspective, the power of who abides in you, that if he can raise the dead, then he can raise you from being broke. He can raise you from being feeling lonely. He can raise you from being hopeless to having a future, to having joy. And allow yourself to feel the blessings. If we see ourselves as dead to sin, but we can see ourselves risen with Jesus, as it says in Romans 6, 4, then we begin to live in our new identity. Are you living in your old identity? When you repented and said, Jesus, forgive me, and I want to follow you, and I want you to be in my life, that was when you dropped that old skin. You dropped those old thoughts. You dropped those old clothes. And you are now cloaked in righteousness. You are now cloaked in faith. You are now cloaked and hopeful for your future. The past is over. You, you let go of that when you repented. So you can't remain stuck. You have to remain moving forward. So when we see ourselves dead to that, we begin to step and we begin to live the life of a resurrected member of heaven. 
when we count on the fact that all old nature was crucified with Christ on that cross. And now he lives within us, as it says in Galatians 2.20. We stop relying on ourselves. Stop relying on what you can do. Stop relying on, start, sorry, start relying on what your faith can do. The Lord promised the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit do for us? What does the word say? A comforter. When do you need comfort? When you feel stressed, when you feel depressed, when you feel that life is uh, is knocking you out, hitting you with blows that you didn't see coming. I know what that feels like. Whether you read the book Christian Warrior Woman or everything that's happened outside of the, the what I've shared testimonies there, life and the enemy is always coming. But we have to always be building ourselves up, gaining our strength. It's like lifting that weight. The word that comes from the Bible is like lifting weights. So when a blow comes to us, we are strong enough to block it with the word. We're strong enough to block it with our faith, with the knowledge, with the power within us, with our own words that we can speak what is true, what is honorable, and what is factual according to the blood. So I want to encourage you today to live and position yourself that you begin to have a perspective that brings life to your bones, that brings the joy and allows you to shine bright in this world. We are here in this hour for a reason and shining bright is a huge role. Being encouraging is powerful. We are here to let others know of who we put our trust in. Can't put your trust in the news. Can't put your trust in other people, your job. You have to put your trust in Christ. I want to give God the praise and glory that during this pandemic, the Lord has kept us whole. He has blessed so many people. And we can, we also know those who have lost people and need con- continual prayer and support. But many of us, he has brought us through. And we need to rejoice in that. We need to encourage others that whether we're here today or tomorrow, we are with Jesus. Have a great day. And you start your week, your hour, your day, knowing that you're a new creature in Jesus' name. Amen.